I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My My Girlfriend Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And welcome back to Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. And I'm Justin Perez. And we're your two boyfriends sitting on the couch watching shitty reality shows with you. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Uh, We have a great guest for you in the second... I don't even want to say the second half of the show, but the second portion of the show, we have the hilarious Chris Burns. He's the uh, he's at Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram, and uh, there's an abbreviated version of that for Twitter, which we say in the second half. So pay attention to that, Chris. You know from the Betches Everyone's Gay podcast. He's also the guy who uh, is constantly wearing dresses and wigs. Uh, I believe the character is uh, Crystal. Burns on the Betches Instagram account, but he's hilarious on the show, and uh, we talk about uh, three wives and one husband, which is a, a a new insane show on Netflix. It's a reality show documenting uh, polygamists and Mormons, and boy, oh boy, you got to watch it if you're not uh, watching it already. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would agree. It is a wild show. You must watch it. It's very bizarre. It's very fun, and I can't wait to talk about it. But first, more importantly, Michael, how was your week? My week was good, Justin. Uh, no planes this week. Thank God. <laughs> but but yet there was still concern and voice of worry on your part. My voice sound sounded uh, a little uneasy, you think? A little uneasy because I did get a text from you Uh-oh. from nowhere, out of nowhere. And let's see what it said. Uh, I got a text from you uh, that says... Oh, this was my side? Yes. Hey, is it possible that I pulled something and there's something wrong with my side, with my abs? Okay, so it's normal to have a nice dull pain in your your abdominal (laughs) at all the time. And I said, all bodies decay after the age of 30, Mike. So this is just you decaying... And not understanding That it. can't be it. Yes. It can't be that. Yes. Dude, I just think that, like, I am getting substantially fatter than I have ever been. Yeah. Uh, at a pretty rapid rate, too. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty standard. Um, is it? Yes. Everyone gets fatter as they get older, and then they shrivel up and die. The majority of humans do not stay the same weight or lose more weight somehow. They stay the same weight and then gain weight. After a plateau of about 21 years old, you, you plateau and then you gradually gain weight over the years, a few pounds here, a few pounds there. Then one day you wake up, you're living in Woodside, Queens, and you're <laughs> 15 pounds overweight, but thankfully you're, you're in a nice cocoon of a relationship where it doesn't matter because women don't judge men like that. Oh, speaking of that, guys, it is Alexis Knight yes. on the pod. Yes, Ooh. King. Yes, Yippa. King. Um... Speaking of which, uh, speaking of me being fat, what I did this week was, oh, it was a good fart. Nice. <laughs> Directly into the microphone. Go you got to wash that when yeah, you, before yeah, you leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you just smelled your own fart <laughs> yeah, and, and almost God. threw up. Ooh. 
<clears throat> Not Go on ahead. the new coffee table, bud. <laughs> um, that does stink. Holy shit, Justin. Thank you. Uh, we went to uh, Candytopia with my parents this weekend. Can you describe to me what Candytopia is? Because I am dating somebody... Who does not go to Candytopia? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, I think Taz would love Candytopia. She loves anything that looks cool on Instagram. That's what this is. Yes. Well, it's then designed, she would love it then. It's designed literally to look cool on Instagram. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's a candy museum, kind of. <laughs> what they you do, guys know, candy museums, say no more, Mike. I get it. <laughs> what they do is there's like, they do these Ancient little... Ancient candies from uh, yeah, that's e- a, Egypt a, and yeah, the that's what it is. Phoenician... <laughs> uh, it's ancient candies from Egypt. Yeah. Uh, they make these little statues. Justin, that fart smells so bad. Oh, thank they, you. They make these statues, <laughs> and then they kind of cover them in candy. Uh-huh. But like the, they, they, I have pictures on my Instagram. You can go find me at Mike Coscarelli if you want to see. Basic boyfriend at uh, Instagram. I don't care. I had a pretty good time, to be honest. Uh-huh. Uh, we took my sister, who has Down syndrome. Thank you very much, Justin. Oh, what a hero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking hero uh, you could have just said sister you don't have to call her my sister with down syndrome well you seem to have uh, no. much like my other co-host Gene Getman of the Social <laughs> Villains podcast uh, uh, exceptional issue with the fact that my sister has I down syndrome no issue with it I wish I, my only issue with it is that I wish it was you with down syndrome <laughs> <laughs> every day it's not a punishment justin <laughs> it's not a punishment i wish you had it because it would make you a little bit smarter in conversations it'd make you understand kim kardashian's side and why you should take her side all the time so you were there you had a good time go on uh and that's the end of the story it's fun <laughs> if you're in new york city you should go check it out tickets are like 40 bucks i think but uh it's super fun tons of shit to instagram ladies i know you love that how many photos did you get like good photos do you think you and lexi get out of that um I got probably five very good ones. There's a great scene. Uh, they do like a photo uh, shoot thing mm-hmm. where what they do is they um, they uh, they set up this room and they have like a, an above. They have a camera on at the t- like on the ceiling basically mm-hmm. that shoots down. Yeah, and they set the scene up so it looks like you're going. So the greatest into like, angle ever for women is the highest angle. Yeah, well, no, it's better than shooting <laughs> from below. From below, right. Yeah, yeah. so this camera Correct. is literally made to have the greatest angles ever for everyone. Yeah, so basically uh, the the thing is that they want to make it seem like you're like, uh, they, they do this design on the floor that looks like you're getting sucked into like a candy black hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera shoots from down below it. That one made it onto my, my news feed. Wow. That was, a, that was a big one for me. Wow. It was fun. Oh wow! Overall, so, it's fun. They gave you candy, which my fat ass probably doesn't need right now. But and and how long do you think you were there for? Like two hours. Two hours. Two and a half hours. Two, two and a half hours. Forty dollars. Yeah, some free candy. So I got some lint tr- truffles, which was good. Those are like seventy-five cents a piece. <laughs> wow, you you really made out like a dog. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And a cool, uh, couple cool Instagram I'm give pictures. You a couple of things that you can get into for less than forty dollars. You ready for this? Okay, here's Justin's fucking <laughs> tips to living a better life than what I'm living right now. Go ahead. Peep show, Times Square. I don't want to do no, that. Okay, forget it. Now, uh, you can go to the Guggenheim Museum. That's twenty four dollars. You can go to the Met. Also, about twenty twenty three dollars, twenty four dollars. Both are less. You'll spend more time. 
you won't take as many photos. But the memories of seeing great art that were hand painted 300, some 400 years ago. I went to the candy museum. I had fun. That's all that matters. And my girlfriend had fun. And my and Nicole, my sister with Down syndrome, oh had God. fun. Wow. I think she would have had a little bit more fun at the Met. I don't. Seeing a classical painting by Salvador Dali. I think she period. had more fun gnawing on the candy donkey. <laughs> the candy donkey. Well, I mean, sometimes that's all it takes, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think that's true. I've come back 100% on... Uh, 110% on the, the candy museum. If it makes Nicole happy, then I'm happy. That was great. Big fan of Nicole. What did you do? Oh, boy. Well, uh, a few weeks ago, my friend Meg had a... She, she really got a, uh, hair, a wild hair in her ass, and she was like, you know what? We are going camping. And so, me, uh, two other couples, and my friend Alip Patel hmm. and my girlfriend... We all went camping in the middle of the woods near Poughkeepsie in upstate New York. And uh, we went camping. Uh, we had great plans to go to Cracker Barrel beforehand. Oh, I love Cracker Barrel. And there was an hour wait because guess what? There ain't shit to do in that fucking town. Yeah. And uh, I, I... Hold on. I have to turn off this TV. This you can't is, focus because we're watching focus. preseason basketball. Preseason NBA basketball. <laughs> Basket, is, out of market NBA basketball that doesn't matter. It's a 25-point... <laughs> Uh, blowout by the Bulls in and, preseason. And it was in the background, and I just cannot do both. Yeah. So anyway, so we were at Cracker Barrel, and it was an hour wait. So we went across the street to the Red Line Diner across the street. Uh, we had a very bad grilled cheese sandwich, um, and then we went camping. And camping, for those of you who don't know, is when you spend seven hundred dollars on equipment uh, and rental fees, and you get to stay in the woods and not shower for two days. It was incredible. Um, the second day there. Uh, the first day we just drank and stuff and had fun, and uh, oh no, that was the first night. Yeah, the first night we're having a grand. You got so drunk you can't remember. No, 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 no. Whippa. It gets worse. So the the first night, I so I don't know if you know this about me. I don't really smoke pot ever. I don't do any drugs really. I, I'm very uh, straight edge. I listen to fucking emo music, and uh, so the first night there, we all decided to have some pot brownies. Someone bought pot brownies. And we decided to have some. Oh, it's a bad idea. And I had a little quarter of, of one. It did nothing to me. And I'm like, maybe it's just because I'm bigger than the rest of these fucking nerds. So I was like, bring me a second piece. Come on, midgets. Give me the second piece. So I had a second piece. <laughs> and then I just started seeing like everyone sort of like go out. Like it, it was sort of like being in like a like a, a lifeboat and you're sort of floating in the water clutching to the side of a lifeboat and you just see sharks just take off people just one by one just pick off people one by one like the uss indianapolis look it up folks it's a crazy american tragedy and uh and so we're watching this and i'm just watching so my friend Alp is telling a story and then he's telling a story about how his dad sold a house in india and how it was a big deal of contention and then he's just yammering on and i'm like what you you never talk like this. You never talk for a while. And then he's just like, oh, I'm very high. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, this idiot's high. He's, I've never seen him act like this. Yeah. So then, it, so we were doing this thing. We were all going around and telling like a crazy family secret. Like uh, my friend Meg told some crazy story about her mom. Everyone died young. They were all Irish living in Chicago and the you know the famine got them the, the potato famine yeah yeah they're all you know they had to eat their feet and stuff and so 
it's my turn to tell my like f- you know crazy family story and i'm telling it and you know it's about my grandfather very interesting stuff and then in the middle of the story i just go oh no i'm very high and it just hit me like a ton of bricks and like i don't know if you've ever been high like this but i've only been high like twice in my life it felt like a weirdly edited movie where like the laughter was cut off before it should have like it doesn't match with the the mouths of people that's the way it felt like it felt like a weirdly edited like david lynch film i haven't been high since i was 20 and and you're 30 now about to be yeah 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 29. it's pretty much the same for me it's been like five six, it's been like eight years since i got high last time i think I re- the reason I stopped getting high was because I had one freak out. Yeah, I can where see I just that. got so fucking high that I was inconsolable. I wanted to go to the hospital. <laughs> and my friends were like, "Dude, you were not my going- stomach. <laughs> I got the pot in me. Help!" <laughs> I remember thinking that my neck was gonna break. Yeah, I was like, "I'm gonna go to." Like, I was laying down and on this this shitty futon at my friend's place. Oh, you still have it. It's that. Nice. <laughs> That was like, um, it had like metal bars and stuff on mm-hmm. it. I remember thinking that like I was going to like snap my neck over the food. I was just like so high. And that was the last time I was never able to enjoy it again. Yeah. So I just never smoked ever wow. again. But I do remember when I did get high, I just usually used to smoke a ton and fall the fuck asleep. There was only one night I can remember like getting high and like going and like doing stuff. Yeah. It was a like, Halloween like 2009 maybe were you dressed up as anything i don't even remember i was just so high i was i was trying to there was this girl who came to the to my friend's house to party that i was like really trying to like hook up with be friends with oh uh at rutgers (laughs) and Ooh, a Rutgers girl. Dude, I just remember getting so high that I just like blew it so bad. Because yeah, yeah, I was, was just like, I was walking around fucking stoned, just laughing and just being fucking maniacal. Not maniacal, just like, just dumb. Just like, and high. Well, can I tell you a very quick story? Sure. Uh, so the last, the last and the first time I was high before this was in 2007, 2008. I met a girl in New York. Uh, we were there and we were at a karaoke place and I was just being super charming and very funny. I, I killed it. Says at karaoke. you. I, I killed it that night. It was very funny. I was doing, you know, uh, slow songs, fast, fast songs, slow. Mm-hmm. I did tequila, which is a great song to do in karaoke because it only has one lyric. Mm-hmm. Tequila. Tequila. Uh, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and so it was just very funny. And she came up to me we started chatting we had a great time we made out that's all we did we made out very cool but we just got along very well we texted a lot talked on the phone a lot and then she goes hey i'm you know i'm just visiting here from california i'm visiting my sister i live in santa barbara and so whatever so we we kept on like chatting but it was more of like oh you know whatever and so long story short she goes, you should come out and visit me sometime. So I do. I go out and visit her. It's a very big deal. She lives with three you other... You went out to visit this girl to California? She was very attractive, Michael. Oh, my, my God. Uh, I, I don't know. I wanted to get the hell out of Dodge, too. So it was kind of like a two-for-one. I've never been to Santa Barbara. It's supposed to be beautiful. I was going to go scuba diving there that weekend. I did. It was great. I, I love scuba diving. Doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of this girl in this... Well, <laughs> in we're going to get there. And so I get there, and it's going. we had a great first night. We, you know, we make out. We do all that stuff. 
And then the second night, we get high. Um, I smoke a joint. It does nothing to me. Then they get a glass elephant. And I'm like, listen, right. your pot doesn't affect me. You, you must have this weak California pot. Yeah, that weak California <laughs> pot. <laughs> Everyone knows this weak California <laughs> That's pot. That's what they say about it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they pull out this like glass elephant. They like, you know, fill it up with smoke. And then they like put my thumb over the elephant's butthole. And they're like sucking the butthole hair there. And so I suck in the butthole hair air and uh i get immediately high and i proceeded to be high for like 12 hours we go to a concert i embarrass myself at the concert because she's like hey that's my that's the only guy i've ever dated in my life he's right over there just like don't make it weird you know i know you're really high right now but don't make it weird so i come over and so I'm, naturally you made it weird <laughs> oh call me pete holmes because i made it weird <laughs> because i go right over there and i go hey you're derek right you're her ex-boyfriend i just wanted to say i'm not making it weird <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'm sorry what is your name i'm like my name is i'm not making it weird just like a complete psychopath yeah i was like a like a failed joker audition like it was just like yeah. just very sad and maniacal and bizarre yeah. and i really embarrassed myself she goes go over there for a second just order yourself some food i think you need some food so then i ordered a full pizza pie made for like three people and then i ate it myself and she came by and she's like you didn't save me pizza and i'm like no 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 i'm so sorry End of the night comes. I go, listen, Jane, this night could not get any worse. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just went to the bathroom. Quick and I, reminder. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry that I was really high. I've never been high like that before. And I just went to the bathroom and I was like, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, please, tomorrow will be great. I'm so sorry once again. And she she looks down at me and she's like, you pissed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I look down and I'm. I'm about to deny it. I'm about to be like, no. But w w what I see when I look down is I see obviously tight pants. Yeah. And then like th my actual dick and you know, the knob part at the end, like the light bulb part with the little lip at the, the mushroom. End? Yeah. The mushroom part yeah, yeah. of your dick. You see the mushroom part very clearly. Yeah. And at the end of the mushroom part, you see a stream of urine <laughs> go all the way down to the kneecap. <laughs> What happened was I didn't shake at all. I just pulled up and was like, I'm all done here. And I, oh, I guess God. I had like a, a a little, you know, a little river of piss left. And uh, it it showed went right through the pants. And that was the last. And I had two more days to spend with this girl because my flight wasn't until Monday. Yikes. And it was a very uncomfortable two weeks when we both sort of were like, yep, it's not working out like this. Right. And, and uh, I was like, yep. It's definitely not. And she's like, sorry, I pissed myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so the next day we sort of agreed it wasn't going to work out. And then we just had fun and we were like friends. But it was very, very bizarre. It was very bizarre. Uh, very bizarre. <laughs> so I haven't got high. And then th this night I got high. And basically I became an obnoxious version of myself where I told bad jokes, puns. I couldn't imagine. And then more. I just paused mid-sentence all the time. <laughs> and then I would. And at one point I had this terrifying thought where I go. Am I actually saying things aloud or am I just thinking them and I don't know when I've said them? And then, and then my friend Boris looks at me and goes, it's all in your head, man, <laughs> which is like the exact worst thing to say because that's exactly what I thought and it freaked me out even more. Yeah. And it was a crazy weekend. It, it, there's a million other things that happened. 
there was a tent next to to like where we set up our tents. It was a white tent, and we heard people in there the entire weekend. They stepped out once. They didn't pee. They didn't shit. They didn't do anything. They didn't make a fire in their fire pit. They stepped out once. The guy came out, stretched, went right back in the fucking tent. He had an AM radio going sometimes, but that's it. What the fuck was he doing, Mike? I don't know, dude. I can tell you what he probably does do, though. He probably pays his taxes. <laughs> All right, and that's a great time for us to bring in our guest for today. Oh, and hold on. I just want to say that Mike the Situation and Joe Giudice, you guys, paisanos, I'm with you. Uh, Mike, you shouldn't be going to jail. Joe, you shouldn't be getting deported to Italy. We're going to get into that in like exquisite detail uh, when we talk to Chris uh, in just a few minutes. Do you have anything else before we get to the Chris segment? No, I, I want you to talk about that for... Oh, you want me to talk about the taxes stuff? Yeah. Well, it's fucking criminal that anybody can go to jail for not paying their taxes. Uh, case in point, I don't really have much to add to that, but... Uh, I, actually I have, do think that it's ridiculous that Mike the Situation, who just got railroaded because he basically... Uh, oh, you're going to play a sound effect, aren't you? No, no. This I is, see you holding the phone close to the microphone. <laughs> no, I'm playing you uh, because I, I I forgot to tell you this. I, we have the arraignment of Joe Giudice. I can't even imagine. This is going to be like... Ah, bop, da, doop, da, bop, da, boop, da, bop. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that, but this is, this is, the, this is the arraignment. The fucking racists. Uh, of Joe Giudice today in federal court. I fucking hate you. Not guilty. <laughs> I plead not guilty. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going to get deported back to Italy. And uh, I just think, I don't think it's fair, man. Alexis and I were having this conversation before. Uh, I do, I mean, granted, I, Teresa does seem like the biggest fluffhead idiot out of like. <laughs> all of the really any of the housewives period but it is unfair to me that like she served her time in prison there's another sound effect coming <laughs> she served her time in prison he's in prison right now they're married they have kids she's a citizen the kids are citizens why deport him these are the two country? criminals and they're getting justice and and Thankfully, I'm, I'm glad to see another Italian brought to justice. The like only Capone, person, the only person Tony they Soprano, fuck that. No, they didn't. Spaghetti. It's not justice because the only people that they screwed was the system, and fuck I, the system. I have a statement from the actual victims of this crime. I know you think it's a victimless crime. It he, is a victimless but, crime. But here's the. Ooh, I had to feel bad for the banks that they lended no, too no, much no. money to Joe Giudice. I, I have an actual statement from the fucking victim of this crime. This is what they said about Joe Didice. Somebody touch my spaghetti! <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard somebody touch my spaghetti? Somebody touch my spaghetti! Oh my god. <laughs> So that's a statement from Joe Giudice. And I, that have, is I have, Justin, I have zero, zero sympathy <laughs> for the fucking... Uh, good. I'm glad that he that he got away with it for as long as he did. Wow. Pulling off fucking uh, bankruptcy fraud or whatever it is. Fuck it. His kids wanted nice things. His wife wanted nice things. He figured out a way to get them without actually hurting anybody. I got the hiccups. Too much of spaghetti. <laughs> but... 
I, I think it's such bullshit. Same thing with the situation. Going to jail because the government decided that he didn't give them enough of... He didn't kick up enough of his fucking money to them. So now he has to pay the price and go to jail for eight months. Get the fuck out of here. It's not a fair. It's not fair. It's true. It's ridiculous. Uh, we'll talk about that a little more when, when Chris joins us. But how um, do you feel about Mexicans coming here? I'm fine with it. I don't care. Oh, I was hoping you'd... You're here, aren't you? <laughs> you son of a Mexican. bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm, there, I'm, ba- I'm uh, living with one. My best friend is one. <laughs> uh, My future children will more than likely be Mexican. So what am I going to do? What am I going to say? Get them the fuck out of the country? No. I I think that if you get I think if you get caught (laughs) if you get caught doing something like violent something that like actually hurts somebody else Mm -hmm. then I can understand them being like well you can't live here anymore because you tried to beat the shit out of somebody with a wrench but if you're just fucking taking money uh, off the system violence yeah wrench violence is no good that's where I draw the line it's ridiculous you 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 beat the system the system that screws eighty five percent of the the people in this country. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Joe, I'm with you, buddy. I don't care how trashy you are. I, I'm with you. I stand with you. I stand with you, Joe. Uh, well, speaking of, I think it's it's a, a great time for us to bring in our guest. Uh, noted Italian. Person. Semi-Italian. Semi-Italian. More noted, noted gay person. I've never known him to be gay. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't acknowledge that. I refuse to acknowledge what he tells me. He is hilarious. No, you guys are going to love the, the the rest of the episode if you've made it this far. <laughs> yes. But Chris is so funny. We talk about the situation and we talk about uh, Giudice and we talk about uh, three wives and one husband and uh, it's a really good time. So enjoy. A good goodbye. <laughs> We are now joined by the hilarious Chris Burns. You can find him at Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram and Twitter. And tw- on Twitter, it's actually Fat Carrie B Shaw because ah. they don't have enough fucking uh, space. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, he's also <laughs> uh, one of the hosts of the Very Funny Everyone's Gay podcast. Chris, thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We appreciate you making the, the, the schlep out to Queens. Yeah, I fucked up. I walked a full <laughs> full mile in the wrong direction. It happens. It's Queens. You know, past the cemetery and abandoned diners Oh, down that's there. where you were walking? Yeah, all the way oh. down 58th. So you were walking towards Brooklyn, basically. Oh, I guess. <laughs> no clue. I got there. I was like, is this a fucking setup? Am I getting murdered? <laughs> yeah, to go to actual civilization in Brooklyn, you have to go through a cemetery. Yeah. Answer it's weird. three riddles, and at the end, there's a witch. Yeah. And a warehouse. Yeah. And, and then you get to be in Bushwick. Yeah. And then Lovely that's Bushwick. the magic land. Uh, all right. Well, we, uh, we got a lot to talk about. We sort of mentioned it a little bit up top in the intro where we were talking about. Um, to me, I mean, our news stories, <laughs> they are headlines that transcend reality TV into actual news. Uh, Mike the Situation, Sorrentino. Uh, and <laughs> middle name situation. The middle name yeah. situation. This is God-given middle name, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Situation and uh, Joe uh, Giudice uh, are both in hot water. They're both reality TV show stars. They're both Italian-Americans. And like Sacco and Vansetti, they're being treated unfairly and unfortunately uh, imprisoned unfairly, I think. 
They're both in uh, in hot water because of, of tax stuff. Uh, Jersey Shore's Mike situation failed to pay, I think, $9 million of income tax. <laughs> Where did he get $9 million? <laughs> Everyone Yo. is shocked. Everyone's like, he had that much money to pay in taxes? I thought that's what he made forever. For Yeah. yeah. For sh- I thought he would have made like a million dollars back in Jersey Shore days, the original. Yeah. No, dude, I think that they were making, by the end of that like original run, I think they were making like... Like half a million dollars an episode. That's fucking wild, <laughs> dude. They were like, they did, like, they pulled a Friends move where they were basically like, at the end, the, the people on Friends were making like, like over a million dollars an episode because they were like, listen, yeah, we don't yeah. really want to do this anymore, but we will for, for another, a million, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what happened with these guys where they were just like, we're the hottest thing on MTV, hands down. You have nothing Which is else. Wild. It's, it is wild. <laughs> But uh, and I think that's what happened. They eventually made that money. But like, did did you watch the newer seasons of the show at all? Um, I watched like some of the previews of the new one. But I yeah. like, I'm like, I can't live with myself watching <laughs> like uh, Snooki and JWO yeah. both have children, As adults. Yeah, I you know, it's it's we have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> well, it's if you watch the beginning of those, they're the first like establishing shots are like wh- where are they now you know so they go through everybody and uh paulie d really spun this into his dj career yeah so i he mean turn he turned that into like legitimate residencies in like atlantic city and vegas and like all that and he is loaded he's got like or at least he appears to be yeah. loaded. Well, he should he lend some a- money to his friend. <laughs> yeah, right. He owes fifteen million to the IRS. That's how rich he is. And I hope they don't fucking get it. Uh, the situation a- looks bad too. Like he, does he now, is bloated yeah. as hell. He's I don't know. Well, unfortunately, this is the end of the road for him. We get to see you know on TV. He's he's you know young hot Mike situ well youngish hot, hot Mike situation, <laughs> and now he's like husband the situation, which is he's sober married? too. He's sober, All right? He's married. He's sober. Uh, he's uh, the voice of reason in this season. Yeah, it is fascinating. Yeah, wait, what happens in this season? He's married and sober. <laughs> So, all right. What, so, what drama? I was just looking actually at the. Remember in the original, the letter that JWoww and Snooki wrote yeah, for Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Such a dream of a letter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was grinding with multiple fat women. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you should know. Uh, it's so good. That letter. Put it on my tombstone. What happens that That's season great. basically is like uh, the, they're all back and. For the most part, they're all like wiped up, or they have like a very serious girlfriend, or they have a kid, or whatever. Uh, and the only one who, well, Ronnie does have like a, a oh, he's crazy as hell. Yeah, yeah, fucking crazy. He has a girlfriend, like a long-term girlfriend, that, and they're having a baby. But the, the the it's I think this run of it is better because they all now have something to lose. And mm. Ronnie kind of throws it all away. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, he's still like Grinding out there. with yeah. multiple fat women. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's being, he's being Ronnie. I'm sorry to there. write this letter again. <laughs> yeah. But Ronnie was at Hunkabunka <laughs> yeah. in Hunkabunka. Belmont. And I saw him uh, with multiple fat that. women. <laughs> uh, so basically, the, the fascinating, and the, Mike, the situation is the one that's like, now that he's like, 
been you know fucked with by the irs and like has a uh, wife and like whatever he is like the one that's like yeah i don't do drugs no more and and you know like ronnie you really should think about like you know what you're doing like he's the one that's like trying to keep Every everybody action on has track. a consequence you should <laughs> yeah. really think about it it's so bizarre to watch and ronnie's like pay your fucking taxes yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. can't tell me shit <laughs> yeah so the situation uh got uh uh he got sentenced to uh eight months in prison which will be probably like a white collar prison and it won't be like a uh, a very like hardcore yeah like a martha stewart prison yeah. yeah and i assume that he won't even do eight months he'll probably do half of that i would think maybe five i want that reality show <laughs> i want to see him in prison. white collar prison prison mike you want to see prison mike <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then are you italian chris uh on my mom's side yes oh, nice. there Makes you sense. go part of the tribe so you should be as outraged as i am at least half yeah well i'm also like i definitely owe the irs so <laughs> every time i hear this shit i'm like yeah but the money you probably owe them is like pay 470 dollars yeah it's a f- yeah. it's not that yeah but um i yeah i get the fear of the guy i like hand my id to a bouncer i'm like it's fucking a secret agent passport. i was like oh god are they gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. like arrest me upon applying yeah well, so joe jiji said uh, i can't say that name Jiji-jiji-jiji. well they changed it if you'll remember what did they change it to when the fucking show started, they were the Judices. Oh, and then, Judices. And then they, uh, Teresa Judice. went to Italy and realized that it's actually supposed to be pronounced Judice, so they changed the pronunciation of Smart. the name. It's good marketing. For- but like in the third season of the show, yeah. when they'd already been living as yeah. the Judices. It's like when Kobe changed from 24 to 8 for right. for marketing purposes. Yeah, that's going to be a reference that much of this audience is yes, not going to guess. With so the Kobe's a basketball player. Like, I got they, it. They under, he, Even I got it. <laughs> uh, so uh, Joe uh, is serving a 41-month uh, prison term in uh, Pennsylvania, and it just got decided today that he is going to have to relocate and be deported Back to Italy, where he's originally from once he gets out of prison. Yeah, when did he move here, though? I don't know. He I don't doesn't know. even have an accent. Yeah. No, he doesn't really. He sounds like a fucking Jersey guy, like a Jersey yeah. like Guido guy, which is I, to be expected, I think. That's like that's the cool Italian. I wonder if... I read the, an article about how Teresa's, like, we're not breaking up no matter what. Yeah. Well, in the, I, the article that I had from NBC News, she was uh, quoted as saying, or I guess she said it on the reunion uh, last year to Andy Cohen. It's pronounced Judice. <laughs> she was like, ah, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll go to Italy. I don't know. Italy's yeah, a beautiful country. Blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. Uh, now, granted... Joe got thrown in jail for uh, uh, fraud and uh, claiming that he was actually filing bankruptcy and they had nothing to actually file for, uh, so they couldn't actually file for bankruptcy because they didn't have any assets. They, they, they overspent. They over... I think the scam was, and I say scam lovingly, I think the scam was that he went to the bank and told them that he had more money than he did. So they lent him money for a bigger mortgage than he can afford to pay back. And then knowing that he couldn't afford the mortgage, he declared bankruptcy, but there were no assets behind it. So it was bankruptcy fraud. I think that's right. Uh, No, you could even... Bankruptcy fraud? Yeah. (laughs) Well, they have like the children's birthday parties alone are like millions of dollars (laughs) on the Housewives of New Jersey. She has like 
horses with unicorn yeah. things strapped to their head and stuff. Yeah. My daughter's got a sweet 16. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I look at this as somebody who has grown up Italian, who has had family members locked up. It just seems like you look at the timeline of Italians in the history of this country, and most of the time they're getting locked up for tax stuff. I truly is a conspiracy theory a little bit. I really do think that like the tax laws have been exclusively drawn up to just get Italians the fuck out of the country because they just know that Italians aren't going to pay their taxes. Well, <laughs> you already had one Italian. I'm like, well, I have Italian admit it. Mike, do you pay your taxes? I do, but this is the first year that I'm considered like a freelance employee of of whatever so, so does that mean you have to put like fifty dollars in your pocket and be like i gotta bring this home and save it for tax yeah i basically like whatever i get that's paid. how i got fucked i worked for a, a restaurant that like was reporting our taxes reporting what we were making but giving us cash yeah. so like my first year in new york i owed nine thousand dollars in taxes <laughs> yeah that's dude i'm so terrified that i'm gonna owe that much money and it's yeah, I don't know I how know. you save that. Like, if you if you're I, you getting all your money, no, you don't yeah, save right. it. Like the the times I've worked in restaurants, the the restaurant's been like, we will pay the taxes. You have to just understand like uh, the way this works. This is better for you. And, and initially, I was like, they're fucking yeah. taking our money. That's seven dollars yeah. I could have. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and I was furious. But now looking back, I was like, oh, that was so much easier than yeah. like. Trusting a 22-year-old to, like, save money. That's what I'm saying. I was, like, 22 in New York for the first time making, like, you know, cold, hard cash every (laughs) shift and, like, smoking and drinking all of it (laughs) that that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, especially if you're, like, working in a restaurant world, that's, like, what the fucking culture is. Like, yeah. you go out, you're drinking, whatever. And not to mention... You're tipping 40% to other bars and restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I know the life. I get yeah. it. Truly. <laughs> so poor. Uh, but here's the thing. So, the reason why I'm on... I'm less on Joe's side, even though I'm going to have to, just out of Italian solidarity, I have to be on his side. Uh, the way I see, especially the situations situation and i hate to that's a bad way to phrase it right uh he is recently famous newly famous newly wealthy this is like a new thing for him he went from working in the mall or working at a gym how long ago was the original jersey to be 10 years ago it had to be over 10 years ago yeah but they are back taxes which means that this is something that's been going on for like they probably didn't get him the first year that he was fucking yeah. not paying the taxes. What happens is if you get audited or like they realize that you haven't paid the money back after like a year or two, that's when they come after you and they're like, we're going to lock you up if you don't pay this money or yeah. if you don't, it's not like, it's not immediately. It doesn't happen. Like, yeah, it you, takes, I'm sure it's a long fucking process. Right. So. so I would guess that that happened within the first like year or two of Jersey shore. And if I'm him, all of a sudden, like I said, you go from working a regular job where a it's not that much money, but on top of that, if you're not, if you're a, a an employee on the books, they take the taxes out of your paycheck yeah. before you get the paycheck. It's only when you're freelancing or if you're an entertainer or a comedian or something like that, the money isn't taxed until later. Yeah. So it's like you will go work a club, uh, you you get like a hundred dollars cash for the night or how you know whatever, and then. Honestly, last year I made I made money at clubs and they I was given checks and everything. I never received any kind of W2, W anything. It wasn't a lot of money, so I don't think that it's going to come back to like fuck me, but like 
I got nervous around tax time that I was like, there might be like $800 that I didn't There's declare for. Zero percent yeah. chance you made $800 in comedy last year. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> I was working those Where? funny bones. Where? Funny bones. Uh, uh, I worked a couple yeah, of them. That makes sense. But my point was that it was like, like, that was my first taste of like, holy shit. If I was somebody like the situation where I have a manager booking me yeah, at clubs every like weekend where I'm like, hey, show up and you get twenty thousand dollars. All you have to do is drink Belvedere, and and like <laughs> yeah, yeah, spit in some girl's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> then like, of course, you're gonna just like take the money and you're not gonna like think about. I know that everybody says it's easy, like go just get an accountant, go get somebody to like handle your books or whatever. But like, there's got to be tons of times where like fucking things just get lost in the crossfire. Yeah. No, I mean you know? I can't judge him at all because for sure I would be like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. You'd be buying Lamborghinis and shit. I'd too. be in jail. Yeah, really. right, totally. <laughs> so I'm like the universe hasn't given me a lot of money yet because I will go to jail. I yeah. can't handle it. Yeah, just totally. What did you work at? What did you work at when you're waiter? I'm very um, curious. I actually still work. It's been six years. I still work there, Westville. Oh, oh yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sarah Grace uh, Yes, yes I worked with Sarah Grace For a long uh, time um, I work in HR now In the office there Moving you know? on Very Yeah, nice. living the fucking dream Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but now They take taxes out So So That's you're it. lucky Yeah They did everything correctly I just did not You know? <laughs> yeah It seems like legit business I used to work at uh, The NoHo Star Which doesn't exist anymore it Closed I last year I remember that actually Unlike, Yeah, like Lafayette and Bleecker And then I got hired yeah, I to work next door at Bleecker Street Bar and that was a good time but the times must end yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, fun, the fun is the over the fun is over, over. Uh, so, you, so you sympathize with the situation I yeah I do honestly because I'm like yeah I could see myself slipping down uh, that slope very easily easily dude I just I don't and I don't think it's like I don't think it's do you, fair do you oh, think this ahead. is a, a an Italian based law do you, are, are, are Italians more prone to not pay taxes? I'm just saying anybody that I know that has been in tax trouble has been Italian. <laughs> and, and, and everyone I know that's Italian has been in tax trouble. Yeah, right, exactly. It's only a matter of time before they get me. Yeah. And I think I do think that the situation, unfortunately, is being made an example of. And I think that they do this on purpose. No, I, I'm they being... They do it with, with Wesley Snipes, with yeah. Lauren Hill. They got a bunch of people, but I... Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Why? Why? Why the fuck? Why should you get arrested for for not paying your taxes? I don't really understand that. Like the the fact that like you're being held to the same. St- uh, granted, it's only eight months as opposed to a couple years. I, th- I or think whatever, the U.S. government sees it as stealing from the U.S. government money yeah, that, that is owed like to them. Freak you out a little bit. Yeah, that they're like that. This guy, like, like again, I don't know all the details of everything that he did and like why he got like. Uh, legitimately arrested for it but quote-unquote arrested for this felony (laughs) but i do find it a little weird that like the government can decide that you owe them x amount of money and if you don't pay it you can go to jail that's like well you have attorneys you you can fight it you you can disagree with it but if if after that process you still owe that money they view it as stealing from the government and from the U.S. tax, but yeah. other I mean, people yeah. who pay. I, well, I get what you're saying in that we shouldn't have to pay it taxes. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Oh, I agree. So we shouldn't pay taxes. That, right? But like, <laughs> yeah. keep your money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's anytime I'm anywhere thinking about like I went I had to go to the passport office and I was like. I pay these people. Yeah, but I'm like, not actually. I didn't, but someone did. Yeah, 
it, it's weird to me. Like, if you look back on the history of like, like, uh, I think when people really started, because dude, like, if before like 1900, there was not. I guarantee you, there is not one person that went to jail for tax evasion. You have no I idea will, if that's correct. I will yeah. bet you. I'll bet you <laughs> this no fucking way. house that I rented. A lot of shit went on better. before 1900. Yeah, things were better before 1900. I'm not saying you they were better. First. Hold on, no, no, no. I'm not saying they're better. But I'm saying the like the you start really like hearing about it, it like uh people actually like going to jail for it like like big people like they had they had poor prisons back then not like in america tax. yeah of course they you didn't did. have, there is no poor tax they, they the had, united they states had of lots america. of things they had people jailed for i i guarantee you things were not better before 1900 i didn't say they were better before <laughs> 1900 first off there was no air conditioning Yuck. yes uh, yeah, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like the first the like, rise of the air conditioner made Italians more attractive. <laughs> is, is that a coincidence? Not sweating. Not sweating anymore? Is it a coincidence? But like Al Capone, right? Al Capone, talk we, about a great guy. You know, a great Italian. <laughs> we can all Got agree. Got tax fraud. You believe that? <laughs> they did, though. That's the thing. So he uh, killed twenty five thousand people. <laughs> And they got his ass on tax fraud. <laughs> you believe this? Son they, of a they couldn't pin anything else on him. They yeah. were like, "We can't. We we know he murdered a bunch of people. We can't. We don't have proof. Sure. We know he's extorting everybody in Chicago. We don't have pr- proof. Technically, uh-huh. nobody will testify. So what can we do? All right. Well, he's cooking the books. So let's get him on that, and we'll throw him in jails for jail for fifty years. It's just crazy, the dude. It's <laughs> crazy. <Throw him laughs> <the books. laughs> Listen, I I guess I'm the only one in this room that loves a good scam. No, I get it. I, My dad's best friend got um like raided for tax shit because he was a bookie who like whatever, and they like got all of his money, and he went to jail, and it's a whole thing, and yeah. It's funny to joke with him now about it, but like at the time, it's always fun. Yeah, <laughs> at the time, I imagine it was like you know a scary thing for totally man for the family. Yeah, but I don't know. I that I I guess I can rest my case since I'm not winning anybody over in this conversation. Uh, I, I, I see both points. I, mean, I get it. I also hate taxes. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer not to pay the taxes. <laughs> yeah, and his situation, uh, the situations is just. <laughs> You know, our, our all of our situations blown to a hundred. But I also I get it. He didn't fucking pay taxes. All it's, right, guys, listen. This is we're never gonna see eye to eye. The greasy, <laughs> greasy son of a bitch. He greases way out of ball. Greases way out of the fucking <laughs> prison. Uh, all right, so we we did watch something for you guys this week. Uh, last week we did our Mean Girls uh, tribute because it was October third tribute, uh, and it was uh, two straight guys talking about how much they love the movie Mean Girls. Yeah. It was really something else. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this week. We watched the fun show. I believe it's originally on TBS, but it has made its way to Netflix. Uh, this was also recommended to us by Chris, our fantastic. Was it guest on today. TBS? I think it's a TBS production, and then it's kind of trickled down it's, to it's Netflix. Amazing. Uh, the name of the show is called Three Wives, One Husband," and boy, oh boy, if you're listening to this and you've seen it, I th- I think we're gonna hit. As much of what you're thinking as possible. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, just fucking watch Netflix because it is. It's insane. new to Netflix too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it. It's, I would describe it as a perfect show to do other things to, but also just watch in general. Yeah, like it's a perfect. You can just watch six episodes in a row. Uh, dude, we just, were enthralled. <laughs> we were what Chris showed up while we were, we had like probably 15 minutes left in the episode, and 
Chris had basically started mapping out the last like 15 minutes of the show and just be like, wait till you see this shit. Cause there's so many things that are just wild about yeah. it. Uh, the first review that comes up online, if you just type in the name of the show, it says three wives, one husband review. It's pretty much one long. Oh my God. What the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the guardian. That's like a respected British paper. <laughs> that's what they wrote of the review. So to clue you guys, in on what the show actually is. It's a, uh, I would say it's even more like a um, time capsule yeah. documentary. It's like Sister Wives, which is like a more popular version of the show, mm-hmm. which is on TLC. But this one's like, it's like Sister Wives, but like the real shit. Like yeah. yeah. Sister Wives without any editing. This is like dark. Yeah. Like there's like, it. it's not like, I think that what they do with this is they just sort of they actually talk to these people. I've never seen Sister Wives, so I, I can't really it's like... like this, but although they all pretend like they're very happy fun about and, it. Yeah. Know. So this one seems like it's, like you said, less editing. They, they're literally asking people what their real feelings are about shit. Yeah. yeah, to give an overview if people haven't seen it, it follows two families. Uh, one is uh, led by the husband named Abel, and the other one's Kane. No, and the other one, uh, the other family, <laughs> the head of the household, well is Enoch. Yeah, uh, Enoch. Traditional smelling. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> those are the two families we follow. And uh, Abe has three wives, and Enoch has two wives, and is trying to get a third wife. And yes. you just follow the day to day and sort of the processing of everything, and but you what? sort of meet. The wives you meet, uh, you you see kids. They all have like thirty kids. Yeah, they all have have an absurd amount of kids. kids. You don't know who belongs to who at all because they all look the same too. It it takes place in the middle of Utah. Basically, the the trailer starts off and they say. They say uh, this is a story of a of a compound of people yeah. who blasted their way through a rock <laughs> and, and live in it and live yeah. in it. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like they fucking like made their own little like uh, Grand Canyon yeah. in the side of like this Oregon beautiful yeah. trail. Yeah, 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 yeah. They made it. It's like a little commune. solar panels everywhere. Yeah, so uh, there are they are Mormons. If you had any doubt, and uh, that is their goal <laughs> is to be completely uh, self sustainable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, essentially, they're trying to turn themselves into a uh, little city, a little wild, wild country, a little wild, wild country. Uh, and that was the first thing that I picked up on almost immediately. Even the way that the like their compound is built and everything, um, you know, Mormon shit. I always thought it was weird to begin <laughs> with, but this is my first time really seeing it up close. And it well, this is the most extreme version. This is the most extreme version of Mormon shit. This is like if you saw, I don't know, like a, a, I don't know, like a Catholic priest ceremony or something like where they all just flog each other with something. Like this is an extreme form of Mormonism. This is not Mormonism. Each other on the ass, (laughs) and it's like because the belief is that the more wives and children you have, the more like God you are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I've learned, but the spoiler alert is um, Abel. So Abel's the one with the three wives already. Yeah, the one is the new, and she's the miserable one. Yeah, yes, she like hates her life. <laughs> she's pregnant. She's open about hating her yeah. life. She lo- doesn't feign a smile. Refuses to talk to the other wives. <laughs> yeah, but the what is crazy about this is they have such like modern technology still. Yes. So they. They all are texting each other and like yeah, talking yeah. shit about each other <laughs> and fighting about like Facebook and stuff. Yeah. But then one of his, so his uh, brother dies and leaves behind two wives, seven children. And the brother asks him to take 
on his two wives, but it's up to the two wives if they want to be with him. (laughs) And so he's like, and the wives are like young and beautiful. Yeah. And he's like, God says that I need to take the two wives. (laughs) And his wives are like, well, it's a lot, like two more wives. So he would have 14 more kids. He would have five wives and 25 children. Oh my God. Um, and he tells one of the one wife that's like not about it. If she's not like, if you don't want them to come, then you can leave the one that he's been married to the longest. Right. Yeah. Um, but then the two wives are like, eh, it's really weird to marry his brother and like, yeah. Have, and she's like, if we have kids with the brother in theory, it's actually, uh, my dead husband's kids. Like their father will still be my dead husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oof. Yeah. There's there's a whole bizarre. lot of uh, of uncomfortable uh, realities being faced. Yeah. <laughs> and and just the confidence of both men just to be like, so we're gonna have a vote on uh, whether I should get oh, married a yeah. third time. Yeah. So basically, the, this was Enoch a, sets his uh, children down and his wives and yeah. has a vote about it as if it's like a democratic it was process. So strange. And, and when the one kid says no, <laughs> yeah, he's like the the mom turns to him. She's like, you have to. You have to vote. Your John Hill, he will kill us. Like literally, she's like, raise your hand, raise it. Yeah, so yeah. here's the thing. So my my first thought, first off, my first thought was like the it's sort of like a hack thought, but like this is your third first thought you've given us. I'm very excited for this. I had so many rushes, <laughs> so at once. many, yeah, so many first thoughts. Uh, the first thing I thought was these guys, they're appearing to like be happy and. <laughs> You know, hey, I got all these wives and all these kids, and like I'm like God, and it's oh, cool. Mind you, there uh, one's a mailman. Yeah, one's yeah, a mailman, yeah. and, and the, the other, other one is Abel, a contractor, I guess. He's like a like a building, like Jesus. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So just, he's like like Jesus. Just, just like Jesus, just like Jesus, yeah. Yeah. carpenter, mind, just like Jesus. Uh, but they're the max that they really have. They don't go over three, really, right? Uh, I think they go up. One of them, one of the wives. They talk about how her father had, I think, six yes. wives. Ooh. Yes, yes. And or like a hundred, not a hundred, but like an absurd amount yeah. of kids. Or there was someone that had like, there was one of them had like 68 kids or something. Yes. Like one of her. She's like, I'm the, old, I'm the oldest of like 60 or something. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. But I, I, I <laughs> at was that point, the women like, just have like six nipples. Like, like a, like a, yeah. like, the like Jesus the Christ. These poor fucking women. <laughs> if you were a man, why would you even want that? Like, why would you? I, I put it this way. I, I understand. Oh, I understand one reason. Just to have six different sexual options. Yeah. Which is, is that a good enough reason though? And you kept saying this when we were watching this. You were like, you were like, oh, she's attractive, or like, oh, that I, girl's so hot, or whatever. Like based on their age, because like some of them are like forty-five or whatever. They're all like attractive women for their age. They're all like very, very attractive. They all dress like they went to Kohl's only, but yeah, besides totally. that, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, they make their clothes mostly. Well, yeah. it, it shows. It really shows. There's some uh, really atrocious, some shit. really homely stuff there. That's Justin's takeaway: is they dress like shit. That's what I was saying, dude. The whole time we were it watching this, every time Justin made like a comment, I was like, dude, I don't 
we're clearly not thinking the same thing yeah. watching well, this show. I, I, I was trying to, to me, it's sort of like a guy, like a huckster, like uh, Henry Hill comes into town and the music man, and he's sort of seeing like a town full of dummies, and he's like, I'm going to trick them into yeah. uh, marriage, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, plural, eh? I mean, that is what happened them. probably in like 1900, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's just the way it it's started. just been perpetuated. Yeah, totally. Well, the, I, I will say, I do know a little bit about Mormonism. I read a great book called Under the Banner of Heaven. Brag by, about it, by, Jesus. Okay, I read, Mike. I'm sorry. I read a headline about Mormonism <laughs> on BuzzFeed. And I'm an expert. Uh, and assumed what the article meant. It was in USA Today. Uh, I, I read a book called Under the Man of Heaven, and it, it's, uh, it's, it talks about a murder that happened in the 90s, and then it switches back with the history of Mormonism. And the history of Mormonism is uh, Joseph Smith yeah. started in upstate New York, Elmira, and then he just kept on traveling west because they kept on kicking they ch- them yeah, the fuck out. Yeah, they chased them out, yeah. Uh, so on and so forth. And then he was the polygamist, and he was like, yeah, polygamy. And he eventually got killed. Uh, he, I think they like threw fire at him in a house and shot him, and he died. And then uh, Brigham Young took Brigham, over, yeah, yeah. and Brigham Young was like, hey. Also, in the show, they love Brigham Young. They all That's are wearing bizarre. hats for it and stuff. BYU, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Brigham Young was the guy who was like, eh, let's relax on the fucking... Uh, polygamy i think that's a bad idea and then he just scaled back and what you see now is essentially because it's only like 150 years old yeah. it's not very yeah. old and basically what you see now is is, is what you get with mormonism was the so the, this is the the young yeah. this, well, this is, is the tame. original I mean, way more extreme versions of it like uh warren jeffs and the what is it the oh. flds or yeah yeah where the he has like up. 25 wives and he's like marrying he's in prison now but he was marrying like 13 year olds and stuff yeah he was marrying like, like children even that long ago and they had a warrant out for his arrest and it was like after waco happened so they yeah. kept taking all the kids but no there's nowhere to put all the kids so they would uh, send them back and then they had a warrant out for him and they found him and he also said red was like the devil's color no one was allowed to wear red they weren't allowed that, to yeah whatever and they so he was out uh <laughs> like on the lamb when there was a warrant and they arrested him in a red Mercedes with a prostitute and cocaine in his car. Yeah. And he's still running it from prison. He still runs it from like phone calls from prison. Sounds like an Italian. Uh, <laughs> tax evasion. They got him on. <laughs> yeah, they got him on tax evasion. Because <laughs> of those damn Rico laws. Yeah. Uh, but I would, would you really, as a, as a, as a straight guy, would you want four wa- three wives no four I, wives the, would you want to be able situation to and mind you they don't all people? live in the same house no like, they have yeah. like different houses. houses on the same right in the same building and he rotates nights with yes. which one he sleeps with like monday is, is lydia the, the other one is dean like it's yeah he switches with the, the like a terrible name person every day not to mention but, uh, he, he's a total dweeb <laughs> he comes in and he's like he's fucking i'm doing the robot <laughs> he's like ugly as hell yeah. they're both like not doing well in the looks department <laughs> no very bad they uh, both they look very methy would you say yeah, yeah. they're both yeah. like stringy dudes and yeah. like bad weather yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah squirrely looking yeah we're talking about enoch had a he just is the a enoch desperate is man like the ugliest piece of shit I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Yeah, horrific, horrible, horrible looking human being. He's really holding on bunch to the hair. Sorry for listening. Kids, yeah, sorry. You know, <laughs> we pay our respects. Sorry if you uh, you had a break in between fucking your wives <laughs> yeah, and yeah. being smug, but uh, that's the thing, man. I could, that was my first thought. With this was like uh, Chris said it before that those poor women. 
uh, I feel that. Like you can ser- seriously see, and there some are more miserable than others. Yeah, but, I mean, they're so. But they believe that like getting through the jealousy brings them closer to God. Yeah. I'm like I'm a jealous ass bitch. Like I will, <laughs> I, I'm like I would be burning the house down yeah, the yeah. first day. <laughs> you would left Eye Lopez immediately. I'm like it's wild. <laughs> Do you okay? So what what would be your ideal situation for marriage if you could start it from scratch? Just marriage as a whole. Yeah, or like obviously there's like the regular old you know one person one thing, and then there's this. And then there's something in the middle, like what? It, like for me, I am the I. Uh, you know, because you listen to the pod where yeah. I talk about it all the time. Um, I am very jealous. I my parents have been together since they were like 15. There's I could not be in an open situation yeah. without murdering someone <laughs> yeah i feel the same way dude i i don't think i've thought about that a lot lex is the only girl that i've dated for more than like four months maybe so like the thought of us like being with other people at this point like her being with like another guy or whatever makes me want to like vomit like I, it makes me so uncomfortable and i couldn't imagine being the other person in that situation where i'm like Listen, Lex, I love you. You're I love you with all my heart. We have five kids. It's great. <laughs> I have to go sleep with Lydia too. Yeah, I think I think we should bring Lydia into our family. And That's we should what have they Lydia say. or like bring it into the family. Think about it like this. So if Lex was like, Hey, I want to bring Justin in and she like she says hello to me and kisses me goodnight. I'm gonna stay at Justin's tonight. It's a Justin night. And I, then it comes back no. to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Chris is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never want to do that, dude. And like, like, look. Even from the male's perspective, I'm open to it. I'm willing to. You know, I just don't. Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> good cook. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. Good All right. Good cook. Uh, she a good cook. Bad cook. Actually. She would, oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm Jesus the cook here. Christ. What are the chances? Mexican and a bad about. cook. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Uh, That's also the guy. He's like, oh, none of my wife's cook. None of my yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. He said at one he point, put his he hands goes, behind <laughs> his back. Was like, oh, I need to get me a domestic wife. <laughs> yeah, he goes, which one of you is like, in charge of feeding me tonight? Yeah, like it's a beer. Excuse like I, I need a domestic coming up. <laughs> like you got to get kicked in the fucking face is what you need. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing that I couldn't really wrap my head around when I was watching this is like how I know that they're and this is the next thing I want to get into. Also, I know that they are sort of justifying it because of their religion and saying like, well, if we do this, you know, we're more like God or we're closer to God. And Mm -hmm. like, this is what the book tells us to do. So we're doing it. And like, it's normal for us. And this is what we believe, whatever. I don't know how you could share a, um, forget a home with somebody, but share a, a, uh, just be in a relationship with somebody and not, fucking feel bad that you're clearly like bothering this other person because you're giving so much of your affection and attention to another woman in front of her constantly constantly <laughs> your whole life it you're committed to getting cheated on forever yeah forever <laughs> and you have to be chill about it and take care of the other woman's children yeah and dude, what happens when they're, you know, when these women who are like 40 right now, what happens in 20 years when they're 60 and the guy is 60 or 55 or whatever, however old he is, and he has the right to take on new wives and just 
find some 25 year old fucking yahoo who decides that she also is into bigamist relationships yeah because that's how they all grow up his one of the daughters starts dating in a later episode and like the guy that she's interested in has to spend time with the dad and then ask permission and after five months of him hanging out with the dad he gives permission for them to hang out and hold hands but nothing more yeah yeah that's i don't know if you picked up on this detail um the when enoch was talking to the third girl who might possibly move in she was saying like or they, they're doing an interview with somebody and they're like, yeah, we didn't kiss until the marriage. We couldn't kiss because he was he was married to somebody else. And it was like, do you fucking hear yourself? Yeah. <laughs> he was married to somebody else. So I, I couldn't kiss him. Fucking blow him. <laughs> do what you got to do. And Try out also, the goose. She's the one that's like, well, uh, he's not that good looking, but his wives are hot. So like he must be doing yeah, something yeah. right. Yeah. Basically. And yeah, it's like yeah. masterful editing. They show like the wife sort of like leaning on her like leg or something. And the three yeah, of them are hanging to, out. Yeah, they're trying to get like close to each yeah. other. But the, the process of that to go through the process of like, let me hang out with you and your two wives and see if we're a good fit. See if there's a chemistry between all four of us. When we were watching it, I think you brought up kind of a good point and a theory perhaps, perhaps, this is in this community, lesbian women just get in polygamous relationships so they can live out. I think that there's definitely one woman on the show that is gay for sure. Oh, uh, is it the horsehair woman? The, the long one, hair? The one that's like broken hearted when yeah. the girl doesn't want to be in their family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is always talking about the other girl. Is how always talking about how hot she and, is. Yeah. She's so amazing. I picked her out. I saw her from yeah. across the room. And I just have to have hot girls. And I was girls. like, this yeah. is like a weird like threesome where like a couple goes out and is like, let's find some woman and fuck her and then kill her. Like, <laughs> like Dump her in the fucking like a desert weird, where we yeah. live. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that happens? Or do you think they're doing like, not the murdering, but like, do you think that they're like having th- threesomes and stuff? Do I you think that that's going on? I don't know, but I think that maybe it's like her way of having... Uh, the relationship with a woman that she maybe is attracted would to? otherwise yeah. desire, you know? Yeah. She's right. allowed to accept it. Like maybe she doesn't, you know, she like knows that's not Jesus's way, but right. she like blocks it off. Well, like, that was something else I was thinking about too. When you brought up the fact that they could be like lesbians is that they're ultra religious. I don't know exactly what Mormons believe in their like new Testament or newest to whatever they <laughs> I want. Mean, I mean, I gotta believe it's not like a, a hip, gay spot yeah it's just like not a big fuck fest that everybody's just that's what i was thinking too i was like like because i my first thought was like maybe they are doing like weird like swinger threesomes and stuff like that but then i started thinking about how many kids they have naturally which is like a very catholic thing to just pump out a bunch of kids because you can't use birth control or whatever and that's what i was thinking like maybe they're not like Maybe there's three different wives so the man can... uh, This is like a very baseline way to think of this, but like maybe there's three different wives so the man can continue to just fuck these women unprotected and make it seem like he's trying to procreate. And then every now and then they just hit and you got a kid. Yeah, I mean, for sure that's what is going on. That's got to be it, right? Because The goal is to have as many kids as you can have. Right. And that requires a lot of unprotected i get that but and he's like it's a job (laughs) i hate it (laughs) well so but here's all right so here's the thing that i wanted to bring up and i wanted to sort of turn it on its other ear and i don't want to say like necessarily defend these people but we're this is framed that this is a religious uh 
uh, lifestyle, I guess the way to yeah. say it. It's like a religious lifestyle. Um, these people are doing everything they're doing to serve God. And I think, like you said, you're seeing the most extreme version of like Mormonism. Yeah, I mean, it's not Warren Jeffs, but it's 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 yeah, in extreme. there. It's in the mix. I really do think that if you put this camera and you documented any like extreme version of any religion, you're just gonna see some really weird and wild shit. Yeah, that you just can't, as like a regular person who either is not religious or like maybe semi-religious, probably just can't even like process. Chris, because it's just like the Hasidic Jews, dude. If you were to put a camera in a Hasidic Jewish uh, community. You'd be like, huh? Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's so off, like, what normal American society, what normal, like, Western society is that you would just be like, I, I can't really understand why they can't touch each other, you know? Yeah. Like, you know? Do you, did you grow up religious? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We. I grew up Roman Catholic. Yeah, same. Um but not like we stopped going to church when I was like 16 because our ch- all the churches in our town got closed down because <laughs> there was like 30 <laughs> churches this? in this small it's outside of Albany um, but there was my grandfather was actually mayor for a long time oh, but really? they um, had like 30 churches in the town and they were all just like Roman Catholic churches and like obviously people kind of stopped going to church so every yeah. like all the parishes were dying basically oh my god so they closed down all but two churches and one of the one that was closed down was ours so we were my mom was just like all right i guess we're out <laughs> like, <laughs> guess we're not religious anymore so, like she's still like no we're still very religious i'm like no we are not yeah that's yeah right. you say you are I'm like, but all right do you remember go. though growing up in like the church and there were because i take it that you're not even if you were like raised religious like you're not a religious person no. right no so but do you remember those people that like were that were like fucking kind of weird yes the, they're like i remember going to like ccd and my i had a teacher when i was in like seventh grade right before it was like oh fucking finally over this woman was just an old super religious Bible thumping Catholic and her weird son was her like teacher's assistant. He was like 40, oh, God. just He's like 40. Old. Oh, he was old as hell. <laughs> and he <laughs> had like, he was just a big fat guy with a giant beard. And they just used to like put us through hell because we were kids that didn't want to be there. And we didn't care about fucking God and like all this <laughs> shit. And I just remember her and the people that she like rolled with in the church were all, they like, made me they like frightened me because of their beliefs and everything like that and this is sort of like that man like not to say that like i don't love shitting on people's beliefs but i feel like sometimes it's kind of justified yeah you know in a way that's like i worked with this girl uh when i was like 19 i worked at a liquor store with this girl who was not religious when we first met, we'd like hang out and get fucked up together. Then she started dating this super religious guy and all of a sudden was becoming like super Catholic and like saying crazy shit. And then one day at work, she was like, uh, it just makes me so sad because you're like such an amazing person and you're going to burn in hell for all eternity. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking you about? Know? <laughs> and she's like, it's just like uh, your lifestyle. Uh, like, And I was like, 
okay <laughs> oh my god like i'm like i can't what am i gonna say to this crazy i'm like we work at the liquor store together right, and i've right. seen you do cocaine off the back of a toilet bitch so shut the fuck up yeah my lifestyle is like what does one. god have to say about your cocaine addiction holy shit did um, you did you get a lot of that like no not super i mean yeah like little instances like that i guess you just shake it off but, and i really didn't like i came out when i was um wait you're gay I, I decided after watching this documentary um, I came out when I was like 20 and then I was in college then and I moved to the city like two months after oh, I left okay. college so it was like never I really where did you go to college lived. at? In uh, Oneonta. Oh, Oneonta. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, but it wasn't until I like like I was much uh, more reserved then so like I don't think it was as obvious as it is now for people to like come at me for shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That sucks, man. I I just feel like seeing this, it I always f- kind of figured and granted this is not a majority the stuff that's happening with these sister wives people and yeah. you know, but every time I do see this, I do like it it like I shudder to think that like this kind of thinking kind of still exists in like a modern Society, yeah, these are like the so nerds weird, of like man. weird. It's like people get into like student government in high school. The fact that you yeah, think it's like cool, you're like, what are you Justin? talking about? Why would you want to restrict the 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 hall hours? Why do you want hall passes? What's wrong with you? And it's the same sort of thing of like, why do you? What you want to get dunked in the in the water by your dad yeah, yeah. when you're six? What are you talking yeah, it's about? Weird. It's, it's like weird. Power th- yeah. You should grow out yeah. of it. Rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Worship the devil like we all did for six years. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why like I'm sure a lot of them must end up not, especially because they have the the thing about this is I'm like you have iPhones. You know you it's out TVs. there. There's like one. I'm like that kid is watching Frozen. Yeah. Like yeah. you know there's other <laughs> shit out there. Yeah yeah. 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 You can't restrict an iPhone forever. You know, that's yeah. the it's the beauty of this generation. Yeah, I guess you can't. I mean, but the thing is, these kids are never going to like they're never going to be with regular kids. Yeah. They're going to be homeschooled. They only live in that mountain town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the one wife that. So the one of the widows um, is like not about marrying the brother and talks to her kids and is like, so uh, your father's wishes were like, I marry one of your uncles and the kids are like that's weird (laughs) that's super weird and then she's like well we're thinking and the one son's like he already has three wives what's he gonna do for us (laughs) (laughs) and she's like yeah and then she starts dating a guy she meets on christian mingle okay who's like super christian but not mormon and she's like bringing him into the community and that's where i've left off and this guy's guy's looking around like oh shit and she keeps being like you sure you want to come in (laughs) and he's like i guess i can't leave now (laughs) (laughs) he's like so you literally live in a rock huh and she's like yeah it's it's home (laughs) anyway this is my husband and this is my uh, wife to me this is so unnatural because as a child I had a hamster. I had two hamsters. I mm-hmm. thought they were both boys because as a child you think you know mm-hmm. dogs are boys, cats are girls, hamsters <laughs> are boys. Yeah. I don't know. You just think that uh, fish are girls. girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I had two male hamsters. Then they had children so I figured out that one of them was a female um, and then I we had a friend who came over who by accident touched oh, the babies. The little the babies look like onions. They oh, look they like stop taking care of them. Like little, yeah, yeah. And so 
I didn't realize this happened. So they accidentally touched the babies. The pet shop said, don't let them, don't let anybody touch them. And so the, the mother, the parents ignored them. And then I came home from school and there was a massacre. They ate them all. The mother ate them all. She killed them all. She ate, ate some of them. She just Holy killed shit. the majority of them. There was like six hamster babies. Why? Massacred because they had a That's different the scent on them. There was too. a different scent on them, Michael. There was a different pussy smell, a different <laughs> hamster pussy smell on the fucking hamster's fucking face. And she killed them all. She killed them all, Michael. Yeah. It was somebody else's kids Rabbits in her mind. Rabbits do that too. If you touch a baby rabbit, the mom will kill it. Yeah. So this is so unnatural in nature. It doesn't happen. Even if they get a scent. Like in the episode, the first episode we watch, uh, I believe uh, Abel comes home and and the the pregnant wife's oh, like, yes, yeah, 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 she's like, you smell funny, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I took a shower. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, goes, yeah. I remember him going, I guess I'm just manly. Yeah, yeah I was like, like, oh, no, it's yeah, no manly. That's what it is. It's the yeah. scent of another person. In the, in the episode after that, he goes into one of the. It's Valentine's Day. And he gets the oh, yeah, the three flowers. equal bouquets. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget, uh, this I is for the three wife guy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the other one, he gets them three equal bouquets, and then he walks in to like kiss the last one of the on his stop, and she's like, <laughs> "You have fucking lipstick on your teeth," and he's like, "Oh," and she's like, "Who's that from?" And I was like, "He's married to the other two women <laughs> yeah, living yeah. in your building that yeah. you agreed to." He's like, you know you who that he's is? Married to your babysitter? <laughs> like, married to your cook? You know oh who they my are? God. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Do we have anything else on this? Uh, let's see. I had some notes. I, I know Justin took very, very, took, uh, very uh, vigorous notes. Uh, every three scenes, someone is always being breastfed. Mm. That's something that's always happening because yeah. there's always kids there. Uh, I mean, this comes as, as a surprise to no one, but they kiss their children on the mouth. A lot. Oh, yeah. A yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Very that's, weird. Uh, that's very Tom Brady. Each uh, other's kids. Yeah, each other's kids right <laughs> in the mouth. And then I just wrote down some of the names. We will see. Abel, Enoch, Lydia, Trinez. Uh, yeah, those yeah. are the names I wrote down. There's they the baby the like one, huh? Sagittarius Thaddeus <laughs> something. It's like something bizarre. Yeah, weird biz, uh, biblical. Yeah, like, yeah, like the, uh, the B-sides of the Bible, like the, yeah, the yeah. deep cuts. <laughs> the yeah. deep cuts. Yeah. So that one girl gets lucky. Her name's Faith. Wow. Yeah, that's a kind of normal name. Like, you it's know, faith, there's a faith in every family, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's an Enoch obviously one of the kids is Enoch the oldest boy is yeah. Enoch that's like a also. that's an Old Testament name that's a Jew name you think too. yeah oh right. well, I'm sorry <laughs> it is Marmy Justin it is, a, it is the name of an Amish person I've met once his name was Enoch yeah that's like some that's some long beard shit it's a Jebediah type <laughs> name yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we recommend it. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. really fucking interesting. It's only four episodes. You can power through. Yeah, it's yeah. four episodes an hour each. Uh, I so I would give this uh, five boyfriend on the couch stars. Yeah, this gets a five for me too. <laughs> five boyfriends on the couch. Uh, this was something that we would have found if we had found this without our girl. Well, without Chris telling us, but <laughs> if Lex had to, or Lex of Taz had told us to watch this, we would have watched it and enjoyed it. Yeah, not sort of the way like share this with them. Yeah, we're gonna have this gift because usually for us it's like it's like we get 
like my girlfriend is like so into the Bravo shows, mm. and I wasn't. And then like, oh, I love the Netflix reality shows. They're yeah, so bad apparently and they're fucking awesome. Yeah, and it's good to know that now. So maybe I can get a night of you know I do love Shaw's of Sunset, but like it's a good one. Maybe instead of watching Below Deck Mediterranean, we can watch <laughs> yeah. uh, this I, instead. I, I have some questions. Academy Award winning Below Deck. <laughs> Academy. <laughs> who could forget? Uh, is there shows that you make people that you're dating watch? Uh. No, but I'm very, I talk about the shows that I'm watching a lot. Um, and I watch, I watch a lot of like crime reality shit. Like what? Like forensic files, okay. which oh, yeah, is like yeah. very poorly produced. Yes. Yeah. There's literal uh, PowerPoint slides in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, and it's like 40 episodes a season, 10 seasons. Yeah. Um, it, but I've it, seen it everyone. It costs $7 like, yeah. to make. Yeah. 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 So I think that there's certain shows that like I'm like I'm gonna be watching this no matter what. But do you subjugate somebody else to watch it with you? Is there a show I would that like you sub- to? Uh, yes. <laughs> like I stumbled on this because of another show. There was a reality show that I'd been like dying to come out called Dancing Queen on Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> and it's about <laughs> it's about like a dance moms. It's like dance moms meets uh, Drag Race as one show it's like a a dragway alumni who owns a children's dance studio in mesquite texas and it's like (laughs) about his drag career while also like making these kids these jambonets he like makes these jambonets uh be his background dancers great at shows he like makes the dance moms take off work and help him move jesus christ so he's just being a diva throughout this entire and he like has a big red He's, I mean, he's amazing. Uh, he's an amazing drag queen. He's been a very famous drag queen. Um, but he has like a big golden red throne that he sits on in the warehouse where they rehearse and he sits on it while they're rehearsing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, and like fights with the moms about everything. And Wait, did this, them, did this start yet on Netflix or it's it going to be? It just came out like three days ago. I watched the, it's like nine episodes. I watched the whole thing and then this show started immediately after. Oh, so you saw this by accident. Got, <laughs> what yeah, an algorithm. Just came if you up. like drag queens in Mesquite, Texas, get ready. You will love. It just will look at this in the desert. Oh, that's great. Well, it, the algorithm worked. Uh, we have a drag queen on next. No, two weeks. Two we, weeks from Next now. week we have Darren Carp and then we have Vicky DeVille the week after that. Yes. Very, uh, very talented. Uh, drag king, I guess. No, drag queen. Right? Well, she's a, she's a, she does. She's a female she drag. Does she does drag. drag. So she's a drag king. Drag king. It's a drag king. Oh, In your face, bitch. Well, I've seen does, her perform yeah. at Pieces Bar. Yeah. It's, uh, she was also at Guys We Fest, and she was yeah, yeah, very, she was very great. good. She's she was cool. very. T- I we had known Vicky. I had known. Have you known her for a while? Yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't know she was talented. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Jesus Christ! I had met her at like parties. I a just bunch thought of she was. She's listening. Yeah, yeah. She's, no, she's awesome. Vicky is like a really her her Instagram is all over. Um, She's like all of her stuff is just drag stuff. Yeah. Like makeup and all that and everything. And it's like the makeup's great, but like she has like a legitimate like awesome show. Because I've seen some bad drag shows by like kind of things that I've wandered into like by accident. I accidentally went into this no, drag bar they, and saw <laughs> and I stayed three, three hours. hours and- I did. I stayed for I stayed for like three hours. We went to uh, this is a quick thing that we can get we can let Chris go. But we had um, the Brooklyn Bazaar. Over mm-hmm. it's in yeah. uh, Greenpoint, I guess. Yeah, we went over there. Me, Andrea Allen, great comedian, and Chris Cheney, also a very funny comedian, just ended up there somehow uh, one night. I think we were someone's band was playing upstairs, so we were gonna go and like check in and say what's up. 
And then downstairs was this drag show. But it was only two drag queens, and there was nobody there. Oof. So they're performing for all these empty chairs uh, of, like, nobody. There's, like, maybe, like, five people in the audience. And they had, like, a runway, and they were just taking turns doing, like, Christina Aguilera songs. (laughs) It it was so much fun, though, dude. That's... They pulled Chaney on stage, and they were, like, trying to take his shirt off and stuff, and, like... We wound up giving them. They're doing least. crowd work. They were. Uh, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> amazing. It's brave to keep the show going. I. <laughs> I would have just called it. Um, it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, again, stumbled into that. But it was a happy stumble into. <laughs> it was fun. That's. I mean, Dan, you gotta check it out. It's a the they have a Shangela is this other drag queen that's amazing, <laughs> and is in like two episodes because they're best friends. And Shangela's like in a Star Is Born. Oh, like really? in it. Like uh, they're very getting very famous and like the drag that's queens? what yeah. like this guy is so rich now from doing drag drag that he's like hiring people to take over his dance studio because he's every other night in a different country yeah. like I, I like a Spanish gay club in Spain like flies him out for the night to yeah. lip sync one number yeah. and then flies <laughs> him back. Dude, who was who was the guy that hosted uh, Guys We Fest? The guy? That- they had a drag queen host, guys. Karen and Christina. Oh, a, And he was Shan- awesome. Dude, I literally, I was Shaniqua, editing that episode. Uh, yeah. Sh- um, it is. It's it's something. It's like a Shaquat. Shiqua- Just don't try it. Let's, uh- Apparently, he's like a big deal, too. But like. It's probably Shangela. Shangela Laquifa Wadley. I think that's who it is. Is she's that a, who it is? She's in A Star is Born. I think that's who it is. Uh, yes. I can't find it, but we'll just say it. Yeah, let's Either just say way, it. I don't think they're checking. It's fascinating. Well, we'll definitely we do. We sh- we'll watch that. Maybe we'll have that watched in time for Vicky. I mean, so it's we can funny. Talk about it. The dance mom. I mean, because the dance mom portion is just absurd. If you haven't seen Dance Moms, you right. gotta get on that shit. Okay, <laughs> Dance Moms. Is She's in jail too. The the Taxes? woman from Dance Moms is in jail for tax evasion. Italian? No, but terrible <laughs> she is oh, like, pretty close that's pretty close she is she like at least a nightmare <laughs> she's very greasy very right, greasy well she's one of us she's a con woman of <laughs> we, some type she's like a that. very yeah i'll show you overbearing show parent you perhaps <laughs> yeah uh, sounds interesting yeah that sounds right uh, uh, all right chris where can people find you do you have shows coming up anything you want to plug go for it man uh you can find me at fat carrie bradshaw you can find the pod at everyone's gay pod on instagram um shows not until i'm going to amsterdam on friday until uh nice. the end of october oh, so shit. badass dude no fucking shows bitch <laughs> just smoking and having fun just smoking and having fun please good. follow chris on instagram very very funny instagram yeah, presence hilarious. good thank stuff you so much. Uh, thank you so much for coming on uh i'm at mike coscarelli on all uh platforms i'm at the fart box on instagram and at justin perez <laughs> on twitter no synergy and you can find our podcast uh on instagram uh it's at Shit, my GF makes me watch. That's the one. Yep. And then on Twitter, once again, it's the same problem Chris has. Mm. Not enough letters. Right. It's uh, shit, my GF makes me. And go ahead, beat, <laughs> beat. <laughs> Just, uh, not a great, interesting. Uh, it's not a great. Uh, uh, there's no there. way to shorten. <laughs> Be the first to email us. <laughs> We're uh, the whipped boys at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Jesus Christ. Please be the first to email 
We'll read the entire thing we'll unedited. The entire thing. Yeah. the entire thing unedited next week if you email us. Doesn't matter what it is. Does not matter what just it please is. Please don't say the n word. Please. please, please, please don't say any word. Yeah. That, I'm you just know, sending we can't the entire say. Declaration of Independence <laughs> in an email. <laughs> yes, thank we'll you. It. We'll read it. <laughs> we, it. We have to. We have to stick to our words. Uh, uh, and obviously, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Sounds silly at this point, but please do it. Uh, it helps uh, our traction on iTunes. We are kind of in and out of the top 200, and we owe all of you. Uh, for the help. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.